0: All right Raiders, so I'm Laura Gargam. I'm launching my first podcast and I'm here to talk to you guys about food waste. Today it'll just be me, in the future I'll be having guests and I'll be asking the guests the same questions every week. What is your current relationship with food? How does this differ from your past relationship with food? What do you do well in terms of wasting less food? What do you want to do more of? And what food changes do you want to see in the future? So I thought I would start off today by answering some of my own questions. Okay, well, not some of them, all of them. So I'm going to be answering the questions that I'm going to be putting out to uh, guests. And if you're anything like me, I would invite you to listen along and answer your own these questions. Because I used to do that all the time, you know, like I'll listen to a podcast, it could be Desert Island dis- Discs, and I would be, um, answering the questions. It could be anything, it could be, you know, uh, when did you release your first album? I've never released an album, and I'm still answering the questions, so yeah, so answer along with us. But the first question, can I tell you about who, uh, I am, so essentially who I am is, I'm Laura, I uh, I care about food waste, I blog, I write, I Instagram about food waste. i also uh, known as Reduction Raider, on Instagram you can find me as at reduction underscore raider and the number one. I write a food waste column in Vegan Life magazine. I've been vegan since doing the month-long vegan challenge, Veganuary, back in January two thousand and eighteen. I um I do guest speaking about food waste, how you can eat well for less. Um. Okay, I'm trying to think what else about who I am. Um. I'm a cat mum, um, I'm a regular Joe, I guess, you know, I have no qualifications in terms of food, I'm not a nutritionist, I'm not a dietitian. there's nothing that makes me anything, any more qualified than anybody else, um, so yeah, so I guess that's who I'm not, um, and so hopefully my second question will, uh, Sort of let you know more about who I am. So my second question is, what's current? My current relationship with food. So my current relationship with food is that I am and I have been for some years somebody that shops out of the uh, yellow sticker crate. So I buy yellow stickers in a supermarket, petrol station, metro store, wherever they sell yellow stickers, red stickers, green stickers. Sometimes you see orange stickers is where i am shopping so these stickers are essentially what supermarkets put on food items when perhaps something is damaged they want to clear their shelf it's reached its best before day it's used by date. this is how i shop i also regularly use a uh, food sharing app called oleo so you can pick up free food from there so it might be somebody uh, up the road, that is moving, that's going on holiday, that's collected surplus food from uh, a mainstream supermarket and he's redistributing it. We call them food waste heroes. So, yeah, so essentially uh, the food intake in my house is whatever I've picked up, reduced or free. And I make what well what I can from it so I create meals with that and I focus my meals around what I have rather than going out to buy stuff so then I guess that means my current relationship with food is um, experimental, um, exciting, creative and yeah so I'm always sort of trying to make things out of what I already have how does my current relationship differ from my past relationship with food, I grew up as I can't cook, won't cook, I grew up as an extremely fussy eater, um, I had no real food confidence, um, and so yeah, I guess that sort of meant that I lived off takeaways and processed meals um so yeah completely different there's a huge stark difference I never really thought about food waste growing up I mean I had no idea what um you know sort of food waste was really or the ramifications or what that meant for us in terms of um on sort of a personal, community level, societal, global, you know, this meant nothing to me. I'd never heard of veganism, Um, you know, sort of before going vegan in 2018, I was a vegetarian, a pescatarian, um, you know, prior to that I was a complete carnivore. I mean, giving up meat was not something that I had ever entertain I can't really give you a reason as to why just not something that was on my radar you know I had people close to me that were vegetarian but I never thought about that being a something that I would do um and so yeah so my past relationship with food was very very different I guess that you know that when you're a fussy eater and you buying processed meals and takeouts it meant that I would spend a lot of money um on food I mean I think I was conscious of how much money I was spending in the you know you're in the supermarket you're thinking geez you know I haven't got a lot for 30 pound or whatever it was but it's not something I was consciously trying to change I don't think I knew how to go about that um As I got older, I become less fussy around food. I think, um, well, I guess, you know, I started to mature, you know, sort of spending time with friends that are eating in more of a varied way. When you're a fussy eater, it attracts a lot of attention, you know. So people, your friends, sort of, you know, your family will be picking holes and sort of saying, well, you know, why don't you just give that... Ago, go and why don't you eat more of this and why don't you try this and yeah this is really nice so I suppose you know it it became a natural transition but I guess ultimately it was the yellow stickers that started doing a lot of that unpicking um I got introduced to it by uh, my work friend Andy I would love to have him on the podcast at some point so let's watch this space um he's really thrifty Really frugal eater, and we would have our lunch together in the office, and he would come in with this yellow stick of food, and I was like, "What is that?" You know. So then he started telling me about you know just stores reduce food, so I started looking out for it, and buying donuts for fifty p and bread and this and that, and I was like, "Wow, that's amazing," which it was amazing, but I also started thinking, well, you know. There's only so long I can live off donuts for. So I started thinking, well, what can I do, you know? And at the time I was eating meat, so I would buy that and freeze it. I would freeze bread. Um, I would look up recipes online. I would uh, look to recipe books that I had and started thinking, Okay, well, what can I do with this? I would ring family members, you know, you know, a lot of family members actually can cook um so I would ring them and say oh I don't know you know I've got mints for 80p how do I make slippers pie how do I make spag bowl? how can I make silicon carne they would patiently talk me through it over the phone so I guess sort of whatever I picked up reduced would become the feature point I would work around that um So what do I do well in terms of wasting less? So I guess what I do well in terms of wasting less is I use my kitchen as my, uh, I shop from my cupboards a lot of the time. So that's what I will do well in terms of wasting less. So I look around me and I see, what do I have? And based on what I have, I think, what can I make? So um, at the moment I've got, I've had a lot of flour in the cupboard so you know so i've had a lot of flour whether it's been i've picked it up on oleo or you know friends and family have given it to me what you find raiders is that you talk about food waste often enough and people will give you a lot of food so i will regularly have people saying oh do you know what i've got this and i'm not going to use it or i've had a cupboard clear and i'm not going to use it can you use it so you end up um acquiring a lot of food, so I've had a lot of flour recently, so then I start looking up things like I've um, made my own pastry for pie, and I've made quiche, um, tofu quiche, I've made um, a galette, if I'm pronouncing it right, you know, so like the open pie dish, I've done that with pumpkin, with um, mushrooms, I've made biscuits of bait so I'm constantly so I'm looking at this flour thinking okay what can I do so then I'll make chapati so then I guess that means if I don't have rice well then I've got bread for it and I can make a simple curry so yeah that's something that I do really well is I make what do I have what I look at what do I have at home and I sort of base things around that what do I want to do more of What do I want to do more of? Um, I think what I want to do more of is almost have a longer-term vision. So I think sometimes, um, you know, sometimes the food, I'm thinking, okay, what can I make today? What have I got left over for tomorrow? What am I going to have in the week? But sometimes I almost want to have a bit of a longer-term vision because I guess things like tinned food it will last for years and you know and things like a best before date a best before date is relating to food quality not safety you know a best before date is essentially telling you this is when the food is at its best so this is when they're suggesting that you eat it by um but you know it could still last for years so i suppose i want to have a bit of a longer term vision so um After we went into lockdown, actually, I started experimenting with banana peel. So I was, um, you know, doing these pulled banana peeled recipes. I made banana peel um, chutney. I made this banana peel bacon caramelised banana peel. Um, You know, so I went through this sort of spout of doing banana peel. But I also want to have a little bit of a longer term vision because... I had that, that was great, but now what I find myself doing is freezing up my bananas, but putting the banana peel in uh, the uh, compost bin. Because I suppose I'm thinking, well, I'm having porridge for banana, uh, porridge for breakfast, am I going to use this banana peel? But I want to start to have a longer term vision, because I have a dehydrator. Actually, what I could do is find a way of dehydrating those bananas and the peel. Well, the bananas and the peel. I'm just thinking out loud dear Raiders, but you know, I want to sort of find a way of, I could dehydrate them and then I've got my own banana chips or I could actually see how they would work if I was to freeze them and, you know, so I want to have a longer-term goal because it might not be that I'm going to do it that day or, um, the next day but I could come back to it when I've got more time I could be thinking okay well let me have these tins because I can use them over the coming months so yeah that's something I want to do more of is have a longer term vision and what are the changes that I want to see okay the food changes that I would like to see uh I would like to see uh, sort of us all think about one another more, you know. And this goes for me on a personal level. It goes to sort of what I see on a global level, uh, what I see within, you know, the UK, where I'm based, um, and countries I've visited, you know, this is something that is worldwide, none of us are exempt from this, so I want to see us think about one another more, and how we affect one another more, so, okay, so whether that's on a personal level, if there's food that I have, that I can't, eat or something that um okay I'll share to you something that happened to me recently I um there's a food waste app called too good to go some of you might have heard of it so what you do is using the app you can buy food from um eateries uh restaurants you buy it via the app and it's discounted so it's discounted to save it being binned so it's after they are um yeah, they're selling off that is surplus, and you buy it between the set times. It might be you know coming up to the store's closing time, and so you do that, and it saves them from being in it. You get a cheaper price meal. Okay, so I bought um, a too good to go. They call them magic bags. I bought a magic bag using too good to go from. Planet Organic recently and I phoned them in advance they're being vegan you know they can't guarantee food preferences or any dietary requirements because you know obviously it's all surplus food so I called the store in advance and I said listen I'm thinking of buying this uh, magic bag um it would be collecting it between the hours of five and six but I'm vegan you know can you would this work the, you know, gentleman I spoke to, he said no problem. Uh, the food comes off their hot food counter. The food is all vegetarian and vegan anyway. And what I will do is just leave a note and make sure we um, put all the vegan food in a box for you. So I said, okay, great. So anyway, I go there to collect it. I'm all excited. It's a hot meal. The hot meal's lovely. You know, it's uh, well, it looks lovely at this point. It's got masaman curry in it and brown rice and. Um, turmeric and spinach dough and steamed broccoli it also comes with a salad so uh, gentleman opens up the box for me and it's got feta salad in it he says oh I'm really sorry Um, perhaps all they had left was a vegetarian salad so that's what's in the box but he says oh do you know what wait there and really kindly he goes off and he gets me this um Mexican grain vegan salad and he says you know what have this so really really sweet of him um but he still leaves the feta salad in the bag so I'm not gonna eat it um this is actually something that I would want to talk about more on the podcast as well is um I guess almost sort of perhaps sometimes conflicting competing ethics because you know, as a vegan, it's important to me that not only I don't eat animal products, but I do my very best not to use them. So, um, yeah, but I guess that can then conflict. Well, what does that mean for me in terms of food waste? You know, because again, in this sort of situation, I've got this salad here, which I don't want to eat because of, um, sort of my vegan principles. But at the same time, where's this salad going? OK, so... Coming back to the story, I've got, you know, I've got the feta salad I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to use. So, but I say to him, can I have some cutlery to take away? So he gives me a wooden fork and um, knife. But I can see that he's looking at me a little bit confused because, you know, we're on a lockdown. He's probably thinking, "Is this girl not going home to eat his food, what do you need cutlery for, yeah? Um, Anyway, I go on my way and I go back to, I saw this... um, homeless woman that was outside a supermarket and I approach her and I say to her you know what I've got this salad I've not touched the salad but I'm not going to eat the salad would you like it and you know and I give it to her and so this is something that I want to see more of is us actually thinking about how do we affect one another um because what is my train of thought? Okay, so my train of thought is actually, you, you know, we don't need any more food in, um sort of, you know, in Western worlds. I mean, yeah, correct me out if I'm wrong, but is not, you know, for Great Britain, the seventh, sort of, or the UK, the seventh British country, richest country in the world. Um... Yeah, so we don't need to really be producing more food. We need to be making use of the food that we have. So I suppose I want to see us thinking more about how do we affect one another? So what is it that can be done on um, personal, organisational, governmental, sort of structural levels that ensures that there's sort of a domino effect and thinking about how we affect one another? So, you know, anything I don't use who can that uh, go to who can use that um and I guess I've not really got I've definitely not got all the answers Raiders you know and I would love it for you guys to get in touch with me and let me share some of your thoughts but yeah this is just something that I want to be uh I want to be thinking about I want us to be thinking about and yeah, this is the change that I want to see so that we become more conscious about how we affect those around us or how we can affect those around us Um, because these things, you know they don't just come to food what that meant is me sharing that surplus meal what that meant is is I made eye contact with that woman I had a conversation with that woman and I'll tell you the truth I didn't do either of those things until I had that meal to give to her because what happened was when I first saw her as I was on my way to Planet Organic um, I avoided eye contact I avoided a conversation because it invoked feelings of shame in me because you know because she's there And, you know, and it invoked these feelings of shame because I didn't have any change on me. I was sort of feeling like, well, there's nothing that I can really do to help. And also what would have happened was is that if I would have looked her in the eye, I would have felt some sense of responsibility that I would have to do something. And I wanted to avoid all of that in that moment, you know. So I turned the other way. Um, So, yeah, so I want to be able to... uh, do that more and um yeah and that's the change that I want to see is that we start thinking about one another more and how we affect one another more um but yeah this is it raiders this is me that is me answering uh, my own uh, six questions um if you have any comments anything that comes up, any questions, any thoughts. Well, do you know what? Drop me a line because um, you guys are going to be listening along as I am going along. So uh, yeah, let's do this together. All right, Raiders. Thank you. Take care of yourselves. Bye.